COVID, bro. Oh, oh, okay, cool. Thank you. I, <laughs> I wasn't sure what the rules were. <laughs> I don't have the coof. What's going on? What is cracking? We got Retro Leo back in the movie dojo, hanging out with the samurai guy on the next Verbal Nectar podcast. How's everybody doing tonight? Leo, how you doing, my friend? Doing pretty good, man. All right, all right. Let's, Let's take a see shot. Who Oh, you got in the shot already. Well, cheers, everybody hanging out with us tonight. That's right. Woo, yeah. Just water today. That's it. <laughs> it's rocking with some water. <laughs> mm. Leo's taking a shot. I'm jealous. <laughs> oh, man. Let's see who is here. Movie Dojo Army representing, showing up, being badasses. Who do we got? We got Jake Hall in the house. Saverio. Tyler in the house. Uh. Piter YT, oh shout out from Indonesia, all the way from Indonesia showing up watching tonight. Oh man, could it be because of one of the films we're going to be talking about tonight? <laughs> I'm pretty sure we got flicks, snacks, and knickknacks in the house. What's going on, Will Thorburn, the Asian movie enthusiast in the house, Justin in the house, Eric. Oh yeah, Retro Leo, why am I all of a sudden talking like an old commentator from the boxing? <laughs> <laughs> 1960s boxing Muhammad Ali. Oh, right. I don't know. This is how I feel today. That's how, that's how it goes. <laughs> oh man. So how was your weekend, my friend? Before we get uh, it was into pretty it. good, man. Can't complain. Just got finished yeah. watching the raid. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Cool. 20 minutes ago. Cool. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Retro bringing it always down to the to the last wire. Right. <laughs> Leo. <laughs> <laughs> cool yeah I'll, what we'll do is uh i'll talk about interstellar first you can talk about the raid and then we could talk about some fun other topics after that and then uh uh wrap it up for today but it's always great having you here brother and we can talk about movies and pop culture and all that good stuff all right man so for those of you who have been watching the verbal nectar podcast episodes with me and leo uh we have come up with a new thing called movie challenges yes so the last time we were together uh, he has challenged Samurai Guy to watch Interstellar, the Christopher Nolan sci-fi epic. Uh, and uh, I've never seen it. I know. I know. <laughs> I've never seen it. And Leo's never seen the raid. So I was like, boom, I gotta get I gotta get him on the I gotta I gotta bring him in. It's a it's too it's too long. Movies <laughs> movie was it 2011 that movie came out? I think the movie came out in 2011. It's too goddamn old. So. Yeah, so uh, but yeah, we're going to talk about it tonight and, uh, I have another challenge for you. Do you have one for me today? Um, I do. Okay. We'll save you it towards been. the end. We'll save it towards the end. All right. Cool. All right. Going to kick it off, uh, with interstellar, man. So all I'm going to say is off the bat, uh, I wish I saw this in theater. <laughs> I wish I saw this movie in theater 
an IMAX or just an epic, you know, surround sound. Uh, I, I, I regret not taking uh, Lady Fabula to go see this in the theater. I really enjoyed it, man. Yeah, I liked nice. it. I liked it. You nice. thought I didn't. You thought I wasn't going to like it, didn't you? Yeah. You were worried, weren't you? <laughs> man. <laughs> You're like, I don't, I don't have much to say. I don't have much to say about it. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. He hates it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I don't have that much to say, but I will get into a, a little bit here. But uh, did you see this in theater? I did not. I was a late bloomer on this one. I think I saw this like a couple years ago. Oh, still. I mean, what? This came out in 2014. Right, so you're still right. way ahead of the game than yeah. I was literally <laughs> last week or whatnot. So, uh, but yeah, you know, Christopher Nolan is very just, uh, he's a technical wizard and he, he just, he's on a high level in terms of filmmaking sometimes, which will, you know, maybe one day, have you seen Tenet? I've not. Okay. Is that the maybe, one you're going to make Maybe me watch? that should be a future challenge. <laughs> uh, maybe later down the line, that'll be a future ta- challenge. Yeah. Um, as, as amazingly talented as Christopher Nolan is, and you know, we always, we like, we enjoy the Dark Knight trilogy. I'm actually a huge fan of Prestige, the Prestige. I think the Prestige is extremely underrated Christopher Nolan movie. It's really underrated movie. Um, but recently, because of movies like Tenet, uh, Christopher Nolan's kind of been getting the loves the smell of his own farts uh, <laughs> memes going around right. where he makes it so complicated and convoluted. And if you don't get it, well, then that's your fault. You're not smart enough. Right. Uh, and, and, you know, that's kind of the criticisms for uh, Mr. Mr. Nolan recently, recently. Uh, but uh, did, did, did we get that with Interstellar? I don't think so. Uh, we never finished Tenet. Maybe one day we'll go back and finish Tenet just to talk about it. We couldn't do it, Leo. Like, we just tapped. <laughs> we were like, uh, we're not in the mood for this. We need something mindless. You know, Lady Fat Blood had a long, hard-working week. She's tired. She's like, I don't need, no, I don't need this right now. Uh, but, uh, uh, I don't, I didn't get that that much in Interstellar. I think it was very well balanced. Uh, but quick plot synopsis is, you know, it's, the world's resources are, 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 are going away. You know, uh, even farmers are having issues with you know, growing crops. The only thing that's kind of lasting is corn. And you have Matthew McConaughey and his family and their farmers basically kind of surviving. And you can tell we're in the, we're, we're in the not, not too distant future. And, you know, there's something about McConaughey's character. You know, he was just kind of like, you know, he used to fly for NASA. And he had a he had an incident where he crashed and he just kind of couldn't really get over it and he became a farmer and and you could tell that's been bothering him. He's having he's having trouble sleeping at night, you know, and he just like you could tell that, yeah, you know, he, he he's he's feeding his family, raising that corn, using his smarts to actually upgrade all the uh the farming uh, machines so to help other farmers out and stuff like that. But you could tell he misses exploring. You know, you could tell it's in his DNA. He misses go- being out there and being a pilot and exploring. And uh, one day, uh, actually, uh, he has a great relationship with, uh, uh, hold on a second. Eric says, the saddest thing about Interstellar is that we got to see that last crop of okra. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, great, great relationship with his with his uh, with his daughter. 
as she's like her father, you know, she's, uh, you know, she's actually kind of smart and she's kind of a adventurer herself. Now the son, uh, who's later played by Casey Affleck when we go into the future, he's, he's like, no, I'm a farmer. I'm good at farming. And this is what I do. You know, what was making me laugh was John Lithgow, man. John Lithgow as the dad always seemed annoyed with something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, you do this. Did you do that? Right. He's he's kind of making me laugh uh, a little because it's John Lithgow. Uh, he's always, he was always curmudgeon-y. Uh, but yeah, just let's fast forward here. Cause there's, we want, there's a lot of topics tonight, but I will say, um, I really enjoyed it, man. I might actually go out and buy it in 4k. Nice. That's how much I enjoyed the movie. That's how nice. much. I What'd you think it. of the music score? Oh, the, the score, score was great. Music was really good. And the visuals were insane. Yeah. Uh, they were, they were just, that's what I'm saying. I would have loved to have seen these visuals on the big screen. Uh, but to make a long story short, uh, NASA, who's hidden, uh, McConaughey and his daughter stumble across a, a hidden base of NASA operations, and they bring him into the fold, and they're like, hey, you know what? We have this plan to, uh, we need a pilot, so <laughs> you're the best pilot we got, and uh, we need you to go out here, and we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna throw a Hail Mary, and we're going to shoot you guys through a, a, a black hole. Right. Interesting design of the black hole too. And even McConaughey's character kind of calls it out. Like, I thought, I thought it was like, like they show it in the movies, you know, he's like, it's it's a sphere. It's a sphere. Right. It was interesting. Uh, but, um, uh, he of course takes up the gig, uh, to try to save humanity because eventually what not all of humanity knows, but just NASA knows is earth's done, man. Earth is done and they need to find another place to, to move, you know, or start anew, which you you find out a little bit later. That's when I really like the movie, dude. When you find out a little bit later, because you have a Michael Caine who's who's great in the movie as well. He's the he's like the head scientist creating things. Uh oh, I can't hear you, Leo's. You're deaf. You're deaf. What's going on? Can't hear you. <laughs> can't hear you. Oh, oh my God! He's frozen. He's in. He's in the. <laughs> Leo's in the. He is in the wormhole. You guys. He's in the wormhole. The wormhole. <laughs> the black hole has got Leo. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no! The black hole's got Leo. He's gone. That's it. We're not. That's it. He's in another dimension now. That's it. We're gonna have to move on without him. Right, hold on, hold on, hold on. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you say the dimension part. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened. Like, I got a call, and, like, all of a sudden, yeah. everything just, like, went away. I was like, oh, great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I put the do not disturb on. Hopefully that, that Okay. Uh, Okay. Okay. I thought I thought the I thought the, I thought you went in the black hole, bro. Sorry I about that. That was it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah. So. <laughs> Sorry back to the movie. (laughs) Back to the movie. Um, Yeah, humanity's fucked. Earth is done. Uh, We need to find a new place to colonize and start anew. And there's this plan A, which McConaughey's all in on. The only thing that's bad about it is that he has to leave his daughter, and she doesn't take it well. And uh, you know, it's where they're going. Time is different. So, you know, by the time he sees his daughter again later in the movie, you know, she's played by Jessica Chastain, who's a great actress. 
uh, she's all she's an adult. So time is different when you get into these multidimensional uh, dimensional aspects of the film. But but they, they got they're throwing a hail mary like fuck it. What would would and, and I love the exploration aspect. But here's the, let's just take a look at some of the visuals here. This is insane, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, this is like this would have been amazing to see. This is a little clip here of them inside uh, uh, the black hole, and it's just beautiful, man. Like, it's I, I couldn't imagine seeing this in IMAX, especially with that amazing score. Yeah, again, on a technical level, the visuals were were fantastic. You know, you know what I was thinking about watching this? I was getting that two thousand one Space Odyssey vibe, my friend. You know, ever since you showed yep. me the movie, I was getting that. You know, I was getting that vibe for sure. Yeah. I enjoyed the ocean planet. Uh, yeah, that, that was, was good. very, very interesting. I think my favorite character in the movie was my boy Tars. What y'all know about Tars, son? What y'all I know, know about right? Tars, man? That was that was another very interesting design right for for an android right you know yeah it was really it was really awesome man it was really cool but yeah so the, when they they shoot off for plan a let's go let's try to throw that hail mary go into the black hole see if we can colonize somewhere else and some people went before them so they were trying to reach them as well uh but really though man when plan b is discovered yo and the movie got a little dark there. Right. I was that's when I was I was already enjoying the film. But when you get to that scene where, you know, Jessica Chastain uh, uh is is you know, she's an adult, the the adult daughter of Matthew McConaughey's character, and she's she's smart too. So Michael Caine took her into NASA and all these years she's been helping him uh, assist him with uh plan A, which she thought was plan A. But right before Michael King dies, there'll be a little spoilers, not that a lot of spoilers here. Uh, he tells her something like he fails and he starts crying. You know, she's by his bedside and he's like, I lied. I'm so sorry. There is there's like this only plan B. There is no plan A. Right, right. <laughs> and it's like, we're fucked. Yeah, we're fucked. So literally NASA's really going to be the only people most likely that might make it off. Uh, you know, is that what happened? Or the pe- the first people that went were the ones that were going to make it, not them. I th- I don't think they were no. Right, right, right. But it was it was it was and it was yeah because she was just like you lied to all of us you know the people that right. are working and all that yeah yeah and then the music changed too the score right. got darker and I was like oh fuck <laughs> it was a lie you know yeah. uh, uh, but yeah I don't want I'm I'm trying not to spoil too much here. Uh, too but late. yeah, it was, uh, what's up? I said too late. It's, it's already. Well, I mean, like, I'm not spoiling the ending. That's true. That's what I was, I, I'm saying that. a few, I'm saying a few things here. Uh, but I want, I want your honest opinion, honest opinion on Matt Damon's character in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Matt Damon. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, it was just like, I, yes. I'm like, I wasn't yes. a fan of, uh, yes. I was, I, yes. I was, I, Say yes. what? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you because I'm having to. Um, it's, 
I, I, I don't know. I want your I, honest I, opinion. I know you like this movie a lot, but I want your yeah. honest opinion on Matt Damon in this film. Go ahead. Yeah, it was just, you know, I wasn't, nothing to write home about. You know what I mean? It's kind of a weird character. Um, a lot of people were trying to like be like, oh, I wonder, because you, have you seen The Martian with Matt Damon? I, think we, I have not. I, have I think not. we talked about that, but everyone was like, oh, there's a correlation between the two characters, but there's not. But uh, it's kind of fun to like pretend there is. That was, okay. that's the only cool thing about that character because he's legit like like a space guy like i mean he's and it's just really weird he plays a very similar character in the martian but right. um yeah i don't know it was kind of a i was kind of pissed off you know what i mean adam you know as you're supposed to be <laughs> so yeah i mean he's was, playing it he's playing a dick you know? yeah uh i don't know <laughs> i don't what know what like? it was something felt off with his right. character not right not 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 the character but the performance something felt weird Right. I don't know. Something felt kind of off uh, with him. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Yes. 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 Well, he kept saying that in the movie, you know. So it's just kind of like, um, I don't know. I don't know. It was, it was just weird. It, mm. it didn't hurt the movie for me. And Matt right. Damon's a Matt Damon's a really good actor. It's a very forgettable it's, part. It's a very forgettable, you know. Yeah. That's why I was like, oh yeah, like I don't even. I mean, I have nothing really good to say about it, you know. But I don't really like hate. Didn't hate anything about it, but it was. Uh, it's kind of a random part of the film, you know? Right, yeah. I mean, characters like this, you understand why they're kind of bonkers. Right. Um, uh, remind me, did did he say how long he was there? Because remember, they woke him up. Right. It wouldn't make more sense, because you know how the uh, the black actor that was with them that went on the journey as well, you could tell he was a little loopy. Because by the time they got back to him, time has pa- was twenty years has passed. Right. So he's been on that ship by himself for twenty years. Yeah. So I can see him being a little loopy. That makes sense. Why you loopy and you're kind of crazy. But Matt, but Matt Damon's character was asleep. They woke right. him up. It would make more sense character wise if he was still kind of you know like he's been there alone for a while and he wants to get the fuck off because he wants to get the fuck off. But they just woke him up. And mm-hmm. he just immediately wants to leave, which kind of made it a little weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I said, it's not, it, you know, I'm sure I'm the only one that found it to be uh, a little off with his character. But, I mean, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's, it doesn't really hurt the movie for me. Uh, but, uh, like I said, there's a lot to explain. I don't have time all day to do it. <laughs> this will be like a five-hour stream if I go into too much detail. But uh, Chastain figures out a way to basically save the day but really great performances all around from from everyone yeah uh you know this 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 scene in the movie's become a meme now which is kind of funny (laughs) they always use this crying scene for memes which is pretty pretty hilarious but yeah great performances from everyone great soundtrack great score now i will not talk about the ending i don't want to spoil it but were you fine with the ending did you like the ending yeah, I thought I thought the ending was good. It was obviously what they were, you know, what the whole point of the film was. So, um, you know, I okay. liked it. Okay. It could so, have been. I mean, it was I'm, a little. Um, you know, it was kind of like it was like oh, okay. You know, it was like I was like I was satisfied with it. Maybe it could have been a little bit more like more mind blowing or amazing. I don't know. They could have done something that could have kind of like um, because the film was so good up until uh-huh. that point and not that the, that point wasn't good or anything it's just you almost need like a very climatic ending 
Right. And it, it was, was kind climatic. Of a, it was but kind it of was a quiet. Not, wasn't as big. It was as kind it of a, a kind of a quiet uh, climax. Yeah. More of a let's figure this out, kind of a mystery box type thing. Uh, right. Uh, I didn't mind the ending, and this is why I didn't mind it. Now I'm sure, uh, you know. Uh, sci-fi gurus out there will probably rip this ending to shreds, you know, in detail, right? But, <laughs> but, uh, and that's fine. I'm sure they're probably like, well, that doesn't make sense because when you go up there and you twist this and you bring it back over here, you know, I'm sure they could dissect the movie like crazy, yeah. or the ending like crazy, right? But here, here, here's the thing here. Oh, hold on a second. Uh, and Anthony here says, Matt Damon stayed awake as long as possible till he was about out of resources. Then he went to sleep. Okay, so he was Anthony okay. Dantona. I know. <laughs> All right, so out. that makes a little bit more sense. All right, thank you, Anthony. Um, here's the thing. Here's why I don't mind uh, the ending too much is because you've basically introduced multiple multi-dimension dimensions <laughs> with right. multiple multi-dimension beings so technically you could do whatever you want you could create whatever ending you want like i don't think it necessarily has to make sense right that right. much because you introduced a, a realm and rules that we don't know and we have never been we've never been to this realm we don't know what the rules are so it's kind of like you could kind of create whatever ending you want, really. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this is the route they went in terms of time travel and 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 seeing. You know, I don't want to ruin too much, but uh, with McConaughey, McConaughey's character trying to figure out how to communicate. That's all I'll say. Uh, but uh, I didn't mind it because I looked at it that way. Mm-hmm. You know, we we're now in an area we've never been before. We don't know how we got there technically. We don't know who's watching us, who's controlling us, who's guiding us in this in this realm here. We don't know the purpose of it. We kind of right. do a little, right? Are they are they assisting? Are they assisting us? What what are they doing? Are they guiding us to help us? We don't necessarily really know. It's up to the viewer. It's up to you know anyone like who's right. watching. <laughs> so that's why I didn't really. <laughs> I didn't really mind the ending that much because it's like, sure, right? So the ending could have been like, hey, McConaughey finds in and out in space. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he, he, he orders animal style uh, six by six and he bites into it and then he has an epiphany. Ha ha! I know what to do now. Thank you. Right? I mean, you could literally do whatever you want. Right. Right? Look at Event Horizon, which is one of the most underrated sci fi horror movies of all time basically that ship went to hell and came back yeah and that's why it's fucking insane on top of the ship right yeah so you could do literally anything you want with the unknown when you're playing with the unknown you could do whatever you want you know what i mean uh but you know i'm sure uh sci-fi uh enthusiasts could probably nitpick on all kinds of stuff which is which is fun which is what we do with movies sometimes uh but yeah dude overall Great performances, great score, uh, great everything, pretty much. I really enjoyed it, for sure. All right. I'm sure I would have enjoyed it. I'm sure I, I'm going to like it more than Tenet. Whenever, right. you know, 10 years from now, when I go back and watch Tenet. Because <laughs> it's, it's free on HBO Max, man. And I'm just like, not in a rush to go back and watch it. Uh, all right. Let's hear what Leo has to say about low-budget 
The Raid Redemption 2011. What was the budget on this one? It was only a million bucks. That was it. What? How much? That's it. A million dollars. Are you That's serious? It. And that includes uh, production and advertising. That is ridiculous. A million dollars? That's it. That is ridiculous. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. I love this movie, man. I hey, just look at that, guys. Leo loved it. just watched it, you know? Um, Dude, intensity, bro. Yeah. Intense. Yeah. Um, yeah, from beginning to end. I mean, it starts out like a full-on just like gun, gun, guns a-blazing, like just crazy, crazy action. You know what I mean? The death scenes are like wild, you know, and uh, and then it kind of tra- and then it kind of morphs. All of a sudden, it's a martial arts film. Yeah. Now the guns are tossed aside. Now it's a martial arts flick. You're just like, what? It's, it's like action overload. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, some nice twists and the characters are, you know, I like the characters and I watched it obviously non-dubbed. You know, I watched the subtitles right. and as you should. And uh, awesome. man, yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. great, great film. From beginning to end, nice. it's really cool. All right, definitely, All right. A, definitely a good action film. I mean, I mean, if you're an action, if you're yeah. an action person and you haven't seen this movie, don't mm-hmm. be an idiot like me, like I was for the last, you know, 35 years, <laughs> or whenever this movie came out. But um, yeah, I mean, I can't believe we took this because I remember you told me to watch this a few years back. Like I remember you well, said, we like, reviewed, you seen this? we reviewed both movies like yeah. f- 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 five years ago. I don't know how long ago we re- reviewed both films on the channel. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm glad, I'm glad you enjoyed it. And now you've been introduced to Mr. Eco Uwes now. So now when you see Eco and other projects and other films, you're gonna be like, yeah, I know that guy. He's that the main, he was the main guy. Badass. Mm-hmm. He's Dude, the main that, guy. That's that fight scene at the end where it was like Dude, two against one. I was mad like, dog son. And then that, 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 the, the kill. I mean, I was just like, I legit when when they got the kill, yeah. When they got the kill, because he's kicking their ass, dude. Okay, <laughs> I could spoil this, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Spoiler. So yeah, they yeah. take a freaking I don't know what it was, a, the 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 largest shank you've ever seen, yeah, and stick it right in his neck, right? So he's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. he's like, fuck this, and he's still fighting them, <laughs> and he's still kicking their ass <laughs> yeah that's the yeah. funny thing he's got this thing protruding from his neck he's still kicking their ass but then finally then you start just finally they start to get the upper hand and you start yep. to see it you know what i mean like they're getting it they're getting it, and they finally got him down and that kill was like one of the most brutal but like one of the coolest kills i've ever seen <laughs> like if any cool <laughs> you know i hate to say like, i don't know how that sounds but i mean for a movie like yeah a movie kill, yeah. the coolest thing i've ever yeah, seen yeah yeah it was just like Damn! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and this wow. one's always my favorite this kill right here ah. that one was crazy that's where <laughs> i just went holy shit like they are not messing around with these kills and brutality. i mean head. i got the, this whole movie i got vibes of like like the matrix meets mortal Kombat meets like it, there were so many things because i was getting like this Liu kang vibe because in the yeah. beginning he he he's talking to someone. I don't know. He's talking to his dad or something. It's like a really really short short scene in the beginning of the movie, and he's talking to someone. And he's like, "I'll bring him back," or something. And I'm like, "Oh yeah. shit, it's Luke Kang. He's going to Luke Kang." You know, I don't fucking know. Not the Luke Kang. It was just funny because yeah, had yeah, this whole yeah. vibe of like they were leveling up. Yeah. The fights were getting harder and harder and harder. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then so. there was this whole. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to. Actually, I don't want to spoil Squid Game. There was a parallel between Squid Game and this film that I that okay. I noticed. 
And I was like, oh, that's probably where Squid Game got the idea. Maybe, maybe. I don't want to yeah. give it away. So. Okay, 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 Fuck okay. It. Oh well, that makes me happy, man. Because yeah, to be, to be honest, if you didn't like this movie, our friendship was over. That was going to end it here it's live. Probably going to be done tonight. <laughs> <laughs> No, if you didn't like it, I, you know, it's all good, man. Everybody's different. So, hey, can you give me I would be quick, surprised if you didn't like it, though, because usually can like Can you pull yourself up big so like, you can give me 30 seconds to go grab my headphones and see if that fixes my sound issue? Sure, man. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'll be right back. 30 seconds. All right, cool. 30 seconds. He's got 30 seconds, y'all. Y'all start counting. That's right. That's it. It's it. It's over. He's getting booted from the podcast. <laughs> hey, I'm very happy... Uh, Leo liked it, man. That's fucking awesome, man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You know, I haven't, uh, I'm trying to think if I met anyone that didn't like, you know what? There was, there was a few people actually I recommended the raid to, you know, and they were like, eh, it's all right. And I'm just like, really? (laughs) Okay. All right. To each his own. I don't think, I don't think I called that person anymore. I think that was, no, it's good. You know, it's funny because it's kind of like, so what are you comparing this movie to, right? Like, what action movies are you watching to where they're so amazing that the raid is like, man, like, that's what I want to (laughs) know. All right, let's see if we can bring bring Leo back in here. There you go. All right. I don't know what's going on with my speaker on the phone, but the headphones work, so. Oh, okay. Way, I could hear so much better. Oh, like, all right. Cool. cool. I'm, glad, I'm glad you're good. Oh, here we go. Roger Ebert didn't like it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, rest in peace, Roger Ebert. But uh, yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna move on from that. I'm not even gonna right. address that. But yeah, we're, we're it's, it's 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 very interesting. Uh, how uh, you know everybody likes their everybody has their you know movies are subjective, right? But again. What movies are you, what action martial arts cinema are you watching to where it's so amazing to where you go to the raid and you're like, eh, that's what I want to know. Please fill me in because <laughs> I want to yeah, see there's... the amazing action martial arts movies that you're watching around the same time in 2011. That's right. what I want to know. That's yeah. what I want to know. I mean, I definitely uh, loved IP Man 1. When did IP, or It Man, remember when I used to call it IP Man? When did it, when did Eat Man? It Man, I think, was. 2008 i think okay. i think and that, i mean uh, the, man that first one was so good yeah man um, it's still the best one yeah uh but yeah man it's just especially around 2011 i think there was i think there was a, a resurgence of not a resurgence but i think the hive mind of action movie fans were getting tired around this time of the same old, same old. And they were getting tired of how action scenes were being shot and edited and fucked up. And I think we've been like, I think we've been like this for a long time, but I think around this time, people were like, thank God. It really came out of nowhere. This film came out of absolutely nowhere. And it was just like, just balls to the wall intensity and action. And like I was saying before, just like old school, man, just like the 80s, son, in the early 90s, where action was real, son. And it was yeah. like the humans, the humans, <laughs> the martial artists, the stuntmen are the special effect. You know what I'm saying? You didn't need any tons of CGI to sell me on something. 
which is, I think, around that time a lot of movies were doing. Mm-hmm. And you had this small, low-budget film that came out of nowhere, and it Did changed you... the game. For 2011, this film changed the game, and it put everybody on notice. Hong Kong, Japan, Korea, everybody would be like, oh, Thailand, everybody would be like, oh, shit, we're going to have to up our game. It really changed things. And for five billion years, we've been hearing about an American remake of The Raid coming mm. soon. I mean, this has been like 10 years. Right. Now, so yeah, I, they're still coming. There's still a rumor of they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna do it here. All I gotta say is to. good luck. Yeah, that's all I gotta to say is, is is good luck. Uh but yeah, at the at the time, it definitely changed the game. Very intense. I mean, look at this shot. Look at this shit. <laughs> It's fucking phenomenal, man. You know? I love this. Like, just just martial arts. And you go, boom, boom. Just fucking the dude's head up in the wall. I mean, it's phenomenal. Phenomenal. Phenomenal stuff. Yeah. You know? And uh, introducing us to a new martial arts style that we haven't seen before. We have the style of Salat from Indonesia. Mm -hmm. Like, that's very new to American eyes. And when I saw this in theater, we were actually lucky to see both raid movies in theater. Uh, the audience gasped, bro. They gasped. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when I see Van Damme's kickboxer, (laughs) the audience cheered in the theater. When, when, when the, when the audience was watching this movie with us, especially the second one too, they were like, they never seen shit like that, dude. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, it's, it definitely, definitely changed the game. Yeah, for sure. All right, so let's go ahead and keep it rocking and rolling. Uh, let's go to films we've recently have watched. What you have start. you watched? What's up? You start. Okay, I'll go first. All right, here we go. Let's get to it here. So Samurai Guy has recently watched The Prestige, starring uh, the wonderful, talented... Is that or the prestige. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the prestige. I still got the prestige. I still got Christopher Nolan's The Prestige in my head. Sorry about that. <laughs> Thank you, Leo. The protege. <laughs> I still thinking about the prestige. The protege starring the, the wonderful Maggie Q and our boy uh Michael Keaton and Sam Jackson in this one. You know, it's really funny. I don't know how I need to check. Samurai guy needs to check how many female assassin movies came out this year. <laughs> I need to I need to check because you have Excuse me, the protege. There we go. And then you have Kate. Then you have Gunpowder Milkshake. Then you have Black Widow. I know there's more chat. You gotta let me know if the samurai guy is missing out on more. But yeah, there were a lot this year. Uh, I watched this uh, yesterday, uh, so we could just to kind of catch up for the year. It's entertaining. It's an entertaining movie. It's directed by Martin Campbell, who did GoldenEye and Casino Royale. Um, very entertaining. The 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 good news is uh, Maggie Q is great. As always, mm. uh, you get some good kills. You get some good violence. There's some R-rated stuff in here for sure. Um, and Michael Keaton is a lot of fun. He basically plays uh, uh, the head of security to the big baddie in, in the movie. So Keaton's having fun playing the role. And he has a great back and forth with Maggie Q because he's trying to get information from her while kind of stopping her from getting revenge. Because right. uh, her partner here, who kind of took her in, uh, Samuel Jackson, kind of raised her up to be an assassin that only kills bad guys. How convenient. <laughs> <laughs> How convenient. Only kills bad guys. It's um, <laughs> a little cheesy, but that's that's fine. You know, as long as I get some heads blown up and some decapitations, I'm, I'm fine with it. 
Uh, but uh, yeah, so he gets gunned. Samuel Jackson gets gunned down, and she's basically out for revenge. Uh, basically, that's the that's the that's the premise of the film. Uh, but yeah, some solid action. Uh, I like even, even Michael Keaton gets a chance to fight. He got a little fight scene. He even fights her. And I was watching him fight, you know, and I was kind of like imagining watching an older Bruce Wayne throw down, you know, his <laughs> like, older Batman throwing down here and he's got the suit on. What? You know, I was kind of having fun with that. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's an entertaining watch. It's not great. Uh, it's not a great movie, uh, but it's right. entertaining. But, uh, the, my problem with the film, which I, I'm not going to spoil, is a certain character that you think is dead shows up again just to die later. And it was just like, why did we bother with this? So it was just like, okay, did I miss a scene that explains <laughs> this person sacrificing himself? Okay, it was a little weird. It was a little weird. And I kind of expected a more climactic, because when you, especially when you get a team up, you get this special team up where they fight at where you think there's going to be this big shootout action climax at the end, but they went the stealth route. And, and then the movie kind of felt like there was three endings. I was like, Oh, are we done now? Oh, we're not done now. Okay. We're, we're still going. Uh, yeah. So some things script wise were, were off other than that though. It's a, yeah, it's a solid watch. You can sit down and be like, Oh, it's all right. You know, hmm. it's got some good kills, some action in there. And I, like I said, Maggie Q is, uh, she's great as always. So, uh, nice. Next up is uh, we got Savage, Savage nice. from New Zealand. Uh, any of you Sons of Anarchy fans out there, you probably would love uh, watching this film. This is a very great, uh, it's not an action movie, but it's a very, very good uh, coming of age, a fucked up uh, coming of age movie uh, <laughs> where you're following this character as a, as a young, as a young man growing up and, uh, Basically, he gets into this uh, biker gang here, the savages, and this all takes place in New Zealand. And uh, there's some brutality here. There are some, there are, there are some, a little bit of some rumbles here and there. There's some knuckle up times uh, to please some, you know, brawlers and fight fans. But it's not really an action movie; it's more a heavy drama. Hmm. Uh, but uh, performances are very good, very good. And uh, yeah, it's more drama ridden than than action. Just want to make sure you guys are aware of that. However, very well done. And there's some heavy shit happens in this movie. And it's kind of fucked up, uh, but uh, very well done. Very well done. You may shed a tear at the end. I'm not sure. We'll see. But uh, very good. Very good. Very very well done. And uh, this movie has introduced to me introduced me to something very cool. Something they always did in this movie. So, <laughs> so if you're pissed off at somebody dude and you just like you know what i'm out of here you know screw you right just don't don't say that just just do this right and just go beast fucking out <laughs> that is like one of the coolest things ever yeah yeah it's like you're just so disgusted with the guy you're talking to because he's a piece of shit and you're about to leave you say beast fucking out dude it's so great oh my god wow. Yeah, that that that's my new thing now. I'm stealing it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Savage was well done. I got one more, and then we'll go to Leo's here. Uh, this, you know, it's again, it's nice to be pleasantly surprised, taking a risk on a movie that you you didn't even know existed. I haven't seen trailers or anything, uh, but I came across the film and we rented it, and me and Lady Fabblood enjoyed it a lot. It's called Small Engine Repair, hmm. and it stars uh, John Bernthal. And uh, 
and uh, uh, two other. Well, actually, there's a lot of good good actors in here as well. Uh, but small engine repair, it's kind of like a it's it's a comedy. It's it's pretty hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you have uh, our lead actor, who's actually the director of the film. He basically uh, goes to prison. His goes to serve his time. While he's serving time, uh, his two best friends that he grew up with, his two buddies, uh, kind of took her, took care of his daughter uh, until he got out. They become they became uh, uh, you know like they're the, the second and third father in a way. So they kind of took care of the daughter until he got out. As soon as he got out of prison, as you see in this uh, clip here, uh, things are going well. Things are positive. He's back to working. The daughter's older now. She's, you know, they have a funny back and forth and she's getting ready to, you know, look out, look to go to college and stuff like that. She's still kind of in high school. And there's some really funny moments. There's a lot of funny back and forth stuff, especially when they take the piss out of each other. <laughs> it's <Right>. pretty funny. <laughs> and then, then something happens later in the movie and oh. you're like, oh shit, this movie's kind of turned into something else now. And I don't want to ruin that, but Fair it enough. gets dark later in the film, definitely. So Fair don't enough. watch any. Remember, this is a drama; it's not an action film. But if you're interested, uh, don't watch any trailers or anything. Just go in blind and uh, check out Small Engine Repair. Really, really surprised us. Phenomenal acting and uh, very good movie. All right, that's what I've watched recently. Leo, what have you watched recently, my friend? Besides, well. One of my movies is, I don't know how, how much I can talk about it, but it's Ghostbusters, obviously. <laughs> yeah, dude, no. dude, hey, just just don't spoil it because Samurai Guy hasn't seen it, but talk about You can still talk about what you liked and what you didn't like. Yeah, I can to an extent. Yeah, go ahead. Without giving it away, I guess. I don't know. I, I saw it. I saw it a few weeks back. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I, I liked it, you know. Okay. It hit okay. the it hit it, it it hit the old nostalgic buttons. Okay, you know, all right. Um, but I didn't like the pacing. The pacing of the film fucking sucks, in my opinion. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I don't without without trying to. I hope maybe if I talk badly about it, and then you go in and you'll like it way more than I talked about it, and it'll all work out. But I I I just didn't like the pacing. I was just like fuck. I kept like like it, the the way the movie started was like really good. You know? Okay. And then it like things were starting to it was it was like it was like mm. and then it was like and then it was like rrr, rrr, rrr. I was like it was like trying to fucking like start the car and start the engine again. I felt like it was like you know so it would be like kind of slow and then something really cool would happen and then and then it would go back to being slow again. Yeah, you know, kind of thing. And I don't know. It was just like there was just a weird pacing, you know, issue with the film I had. Um, but the nostalgia, you know, you know, for someone who loved Ghostbusters, I loved the the original films. Um, you have to see it. You okay. know what I mean? You're gonna love it for for the like I said, the nostalgic buttons it hits. But uh, it doesn't do enough to, to to save the film. And for me to say, you know, it was a great film. The ending, mm, okay. the ending, the, the ending is really really good. The okay. ending is really really good. I know you've heard a couple people talk about it. Um, and, and I, I don't ending, know what the ending is. I, I'm oh, assuming I can I can assume what happens, but I haven't I haven't really heard. I stayed yeah, like away I from feel, reviews though. I feel like the ending is good. There's still an issue I had with the ending, even though. And okay. uh, but you know, it was it's it's worth seeing. 
Okay. Uh, but I feel I will say this. Excuse me, because uh, I just took the shot. Finn Wolfhard was weight was wasted. Oh, I can't. I can say that. Okay. Finn Finn Wolfhard is like a useless character. Oh the, wow. He really is. He's, he's absolutely useless. Okay. In the movie. Um, you don't think that watching okay. the previews and right. and it's Finn, it's Finn Wolfhard, so you're thinking like, you know, he's going to be like a big character, and like he is a big character. Yeah, but he's he 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 pretty much doesn't serve any. He could have not been in the movie, you know what I mean? Okay. I feel like, and it, it sucks to see him go from being such a badass in it, in the in the first it film, right? You know what I mean? He was like the he was like one of the best parts of that movie, right? Right? You know right. if you know what I mean? And so it was hard to see to go from that and then to see him in this, and he, there was just no discernible impact. He had no impact on the film. He he. There was nothing comedic about his character, so it's yeah. kind of like, well, it wasn't that what was good about him in the first place? It was like his comedic timing. He was funny. He was like a funny. He was funny. He was so he was funny. just like like just generic. You know, he was super generic, and oh, he just wow. ser- and like I said, like served no purpose in my opinion. And that that yeah. was the thing I had a problem with. Okay. Um, and and Paul Rudd was cool. There 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 is a scene in the movie. I w- I don't want to like give away too much, but there's yeah. a scene in the movie about midway through. And you're like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Uh, nostalgia. And then, yeah. like, then the scene goes on and on. Oh. Uh-oh. And on. And you're kind of like, <laughs> at least I was like, like, I don't oh, need, no. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't want any of that. Like, that. that's kind of dumb. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's kind of help. Uh, let let me guess. They, 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 it was a good joke, but it went on for too long. Is that what it happened? was. It, it wasn't so much a joke as it was like uh, a character that they brought back from the the original films, and it was this nostalgic moment <clears throat> kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. And so okay. it was. It, it was midway through the film, and it wasn't. It wasn't like a character like you'd think it was. It wasn't any of the main guys I'm talking about. It was like right, right. It was like this. It, it's hard to explain, but I was just okay. kind of like, I was just yeah. like. Ugh. <laughs> and then, I remember me and me and Michelle were talking about that, and that was one of the biggest problems we actually have with the movie is that okay. whole scene. Because if it had only lasted like say thirty seconds, it, it would have been, been amazing. It would have been perfect. You hit you hit the button, the, the nostalgic button hit. But then this yeah. is what they did. They went they went like this. Look, push it. Push the button. Push the button another forty five times. And I was like, oh. so so there's a lot of member berries basically. Uh, eat the berries just, eat the berries exactly. yeah. okay okay and and okay. yeah so but i think uh the the ending's really climatic super climatic okay and it almost it almost makes you forget that the movie <clears throat> had those moments that made it not so good because you're like okay. oh and so I, I remember leaving the theater just kind of like fuck wow oh you know wow. what i mean because the ending was so climatic and then, okay. then, then as we started dissecting the film more and talking about it, I was like, wait a minute, but there was that thing I didn't like. It was that, and it was that. And it's yeah. kind of like, oh, so it can't, it, you know what I mean? Like, it, it is more like a 50%, 60% at the most Rotten Tomatoes okay. film for me. It's definitely not in the 70s or 80s. Okay, you know? okay. But, so, but that's so... because it's so, it's so heavily, it's so, it's weird. Like, there's so much I like about it. Yeah, and then there's things I don't like about it, so it's you know. So the so what you're saying is the ending's phenomenal, but the journey getting there was meh. Yeah, it was. Okay. It was like I said, there was really cool moments. The beginning right. was really good, 
Okay. And it was just, it was just getting there. It was just like, fuck, can we get to the point? You know what I mean? It was kind of, and yeah. I don't remember, I don't remember ever feeling that way in the original Ghostbusters, even though like that film isn't necessarily like boom, 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 boom in your face with like special yeah, yeah. effects. Like it's a fairly slow flick to start, mm-hmm. yeah. but it wasn't, but I just feel like it was just constantly building up. And this right. movie was was weird because you were building to something. You were building to something very big. Okay. For whatever reason, but for whatever reason, it was just the way, like you know, the way they were getting us there was really right. fucking shop. Was really weird and choppy, at least for me. You okay. Okay. So. so you 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 liked it, but you didn't love it. Correct. Okay. So you're like in the middle. Correct. Because because OGP is like fuck this movie. <laughs> right. right. OGP is like fuck this movie. I hope this movie dies. And then Brendan, our boy, wet movie one is like in tears, loving it. So you're like right, right. in the middle, okay? Because I, because I'm not gonna lie, that's the thing. I would say I, I, I would say I teared up in this film. Okay. So it's one of those things where you're thinking like, oh well, I teared up, fucking ninety five percent, you know, Rotten right. Tomatoes. Well, not. Nah, it was just like, like I said, there was some. It hit really well, but there was some misses. Okay. All right. And I feel, I feel like you're gonna. I feel like you'll know. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about with the misses. You'll 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 right. you'll you'll notice the pacing issues. Okay. And you'll notice the mid that scene in the middle, and you'll be like, "Oh, that's what fucking Leo was talking about." Okay. <laughs> so, okay. All right. You know, yeah, it'll right. be obvious. All right. Copy that. Ghostbusters yes, Afterlife mini review from Leo. There. Know, what will right? Samurai Guy think about it? I don't know at this point. Uh, with Lady Fat Blood schedule, man. It just <laughs> at this that's point, what... we're probably not going to see it until it comes out on Blu-ray or something. Oh like it, man. It's just. It's just. Yeah. We're probably not going to see it. You know, we it's want worth, to, but it's, it's just it's worth seeing it in IMAX just to hear the Spider Man. We had to go. Spider Man. We had to go see it, and I'm very happy we saw it when we did. Say but Ghostbusters Afterlife. No, 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 no spoilers. We already did our spoiler review anyway. Uh, but yeah, all right. So, but it's good. You you telling me what you are telling me just to kind of that way. I, I'm in, I'm my expectations are even lower now. Right, which so, is good. You, know, you never know. I might be like, the movie was amazing. You never know. Right. right? So, you know. Uh, Severio ready, ready says, uh, he he says, I didn't feel that way watching it, but to each their own. I guess he was talking about the stuff. He was b- b- bouncing off what you were saying, I guess. He, oh, yeah. I like guess I said, he was every, fine. Everyone's yeah. going to feel differently about the movie. Right. You know what I mean? But yes, I, but... But but Severio also really loved Snake Eyes too, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love uh, you, Severio. Just mess with you. Man. <laughs> All right, so let's go do some other topics here. UFC two sixty nine. Boy, our predictions were off. Both our predictions oh were way God. off. <laughs> I'm very happy we didn't uh, uh, bet any money. I'm very happy. Right. Uh, but right. yeah, dude, Juliana Pena. I mean, this is the past pay-per-view, big pay-per-view, UFC 269. Juliana Pena, like, like really destroyed uh, <laughs> Nunez, man. Now, now, what do you think happened? Well, what do you think happened in this fight? I have a theory, but let, tell me yours. First and foremost, this is the fight I was most excited for. Like, this should have been the main event. All respect to Dustin Poirier. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amanda Nunez is the fucking goat. Yeah. I mean, or she was up to this point and she still right, is. Right. She's going to avenge his loss in my opinion. But, okay. um, she, I just, uh, what happened was I, I started to notice it right away, right when the fight started, you know, they were, they were squaring up, but no one was doing anything. It was yeah. a good 30 or 40 seconds. You know, they were waiting for the other person to do something. And what happened was, was Juliana out 
weighed or outweighed a Nunez. She basically was going to counterpunch her the whole fucking night. And that's what she did. She waited for Nunez to punch, waited for Nunez to strike. And then we just counterpunch with that big cross every yeah. t- And I just kept seeing it. And I was like, Oh shit. She's like, she's, she's, she's landing it. Okay. She's landing. And she's yeah. just, just, she just kept going like this. She was just sitting there like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just waiting for her to strike. And then she would just throw, throw the cross. And I was like, okay. And so then later on, I forgot. So what round did she finish her in? Was it? I think it was the second round, dude. Second round, yeah. So she, <laughs> the second round, so 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 the round ends, and, and Nunez, you could tell, wasn't feeling all that confident. And man, all of a sudden, like round two happens, and she's she just tired. like, she not only looked tired, but for me, you could start to slowly see the confidence, mm-hmm. like seep from her face, and you haven't seen that in a few years because Nunez comes. I mean, if you look at like look at how she looked when the fight started and then like put it next to a screenshot of when that all of a sudden you could tell she was like, fuck, I'm getting, I don't think I've ever seen it, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it it was like, I was just so, so, and you just saw it drain from her face. All of a sudden she's getting hit and hit and you can, you can just almost start to tell you, you know, you can kind of go, Oh, Oh shit. Oh, you can tell, you could see like, she's about to get beat right now. And I remember thinking like, this was like, this reminded me of when McGregor lost to Diaz that first time because McGregor mm. was on top of the world and Diaz mm. came in, was not supposed to win that fight. Right. You know what I mean? And McGregor right. was like the top, the top dog and then yeah. got choked out. It was the same. It was like poetic. It was, it was poetic. It was the same way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Got choked out, rear naked choke. It was like, it was the same thing, right? That's how she lost, right? I'm, I'm wondering if it was, already. I'm wondering if it happened in the second round too. Right. I mean, it was so it's crazy kind of to funny, see, actually, if that's, to see, if that's to see the, champ, the champ champ lose. You know, it was the mm-hmm. same exact thing. It was a, 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 a parallel of yeah. their careers of McGregor yeah. being as high up as he was in the hierarchy and, and Nunes yeah. being as high up as she was unbeatable yeah. in people's eyes. And then just, yeah, I was just, I couldn't believe it. Dude, we were screaming. We were like, holy shit. But like, uh, you know, uh, I totally agree with you. But uh, my, also my theory is, uh, she couldn't bully her, bro. Uh, right. Nunez yeah. is so used. She's the lioness, bro. Mm-hmm. She's coming to eat. You know what I'm saying? You know, rip some meat. You know? So she she's used to bullying and coming forward. And she couldn't come. She couldn't bully Juliana. She just stood right there in the pocket with her. She probably wasn't used to that and type she... of adversity. And she was like, oh, shit. She's not backing up. And so people, so you had the, the, the MMA experts, basically the analysts basically saying that she got baited into a, a, a scrap. And right. so they're like, well, Nunez, they said Nunez threw all strategy. <laughs> she threw away all strategy out the door just to kind of just stand there and just punch and be one dimensional, you yeah. know, instead of trying to go for other things, you know. That's why I was saying she. It was like she just she just stood there and was waiting for her to counter. She out outweighted her. You know, yeah. I mean, that's not a fucking yeah. term, but I mean yeah. it's that's one of the best game plans you could so, ever do. So you feel uh, rematch? Nunez t- gets it back. She gets hungry um, again. Maybe she wasn't that hungry. Yeah, belly was I mean, full. I mean, she you know, seemed like, like I mean she she seemed like she was coming out. I mean she seemed like she came out like ready to fucking kick ass. Like I didn't get any vibes like she didn't but who knows i mean it was just a really good game plan by juliana that's really what it came down to 
Right, and right. like you like you said, man. I mean, like you said, she just got baited, and and right. uh, but all right, that's that's the thing. If you think of previous fights though with Nunes, that's why when I say she outweighed her is because in all all these other previous fights, Nunes kind of waits for them to come out and strike, and then she starts fucking just bullying them. Like you know, it was kind of yeah, it was yeah. like this weird thing where Nunes was waiting for Juliana to strike, and she wouldn't. She was just sitting right. there waiting for her, and then Nunes got impatient. And like you said, this was like, well, fuck this. Let's just box then. Mm -hmm. And she, I mean, Pena was just nailing her in the face. She's yeah, got some power, yeah, you know. Yeah. But did, well, does she does she win the rematch? I don't, that's, I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing. Is she going to win the rematch? Sometimes yeah. a loss either breaks the person or makes them even better. Yeah. And just, just ask George St. Pierre, man. As soon as he beat Matt Hughes, he thought he was invincible. And right. he fought Matt Sarah, and Matt Sarah knocked his ass out. And right. then look what happened. He learned from that loss, and he's like, I will never underestimate my opponent ever again. And went and came back like a raging beast and destroyed Matt Sarah bad yeah. in the sequel. Yeah. And look, and then became undefeated after that right. till this day. But you never <laughs> know. You never know. She might be like, I want some meat. I want some meat. I'm back. <laughs> You know, I fought you on a full belly, but now I'm coming back hunting. I'm going to eat you up, rip some meat, and bring it back to my cub. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you never know what will happen. We'll see. Uh, all right. So Dustin Poirier, man. Do wow. you feel bad for Dustin? Um, I don't know why. I wouldn't say feel bad. I mean, I, I, I was definitely rooting for him, and he's he's kicked some ass, man. I mean, even in the Habib fight, like, man, he hit Habib a few times. You know what I mean? I mean, he yeah. lost, but. Um, and, you know, just, you know, McGregor, I mean, it was McGregor's ankle, you know, snapped. So it wasn't like a decisive victory, but I feel like yeah. maybe he, maybe he was just on kind of a high of all those victories and then just came out. Maybe, maybe he was overconfident. Maybe he wasn't really fully prepped for this guy. Cause this guy was like, just giving him some trouble. Yeah. And dude, geez, yeah. Charles Oliveira, man. Holy fuck. Like that first round was insane, bro. Like right. The pace, the pace. Both of them were oh, fighting. Oh, God. That right? was insane, dude. Oh, my God. And Dustin dropped Charles, I think, twice. And Charles right, still yeah. kept going. And then it was very – the second round was odd because uh, once Charles got that takedown, he was just elbowing him and giving him grounding and pounding. And, and it was weird. It was like Dustin just laid there. It was very strange. Right, right. Um, was something was off. Like he injured something or he – He didn't say. Or... He said he was fine. After the, the post conference, had, the, the, the interview, was, yeah, maybe he was really scared to uh, uh, give up position yeah, to know. Charles. I mean, it was a little I weird. Know. I don't know. Maybe he was trying to pull a rope a dope and make Charles tired or something. But right. but he lost the round though. Yeah, <laughs> and then they're right in the beginning. Right in the beginning of the third round, they're standing up, and he gets he shoots on him and gets the rear naked choke standing, dude. Yeah, at the yeah. beginning of the third round, this is insane. Yep. It's insane. So Charles is going to be the, he's going to be hard to beat for a while. Mm. And we might have Charles versus Justin Gaethje yet uh, next. We'll see. We'll see if that comes to fruition. Uh, but yeah, both our predictions were, were wrong. <laughs> we were wrong and, but Hey, we didn't bet any money. So we got, we lucked out. All right. Now let us go to bizarro world. Are you ready to go to bizarro world with me, Leo? Let's do it. Let's, Let's do go it. to bizarro world. Where YouTubers knock out former UFC champions. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, you know, my buddy texted me, you know, uh, Samurai Guy ain't going to pay for this. 
this garbage. My buddy texted me what happened that he got knocked out. Tyron yeah. Woodley got knocked out by Jake Paul. Yeah. And you know what my response was? My was response that? was this. <laughs> and i'm not i am not a fan of jake paul i'm not a fan of jake paul it's every day bro it's every day bro not really a fan well are you a fan now it's you know it's like dude I, mean, I all I gotta say is Tyron Woodley. I hope it was worth the money. I hope it was worth getting that Rolex, son, and getting that big paycheck. I hope it was worth it, man. Because I watched it's that just, replay. It's embarrassing, I watched, dude. I watched that replay like thirty times in a row. Did you see him? Did you see Jay call out Nate Diaz and Masvidal? Did he really? He was the like, thing it, he was like, is, I noticed y'all bitch asses left the arena quick. <laughs> he's like i'm yeah. gonna fuck up woodley and i'm gonna fuck you guys up too Something like here's that. the here, here here's the thing is mma fighters stepping into the boxing world is just stupid it's just it's gonna make mma look bad in the same way that if a boxer just steps into an mma ring after all of a sudden training mma for a few weeks like they're just gonna get fucking wrecked yeah and it's it's the it, the the expectation that even a top level mma boxer yeah, like like someone like Nate Diaz, man, has got some fucking mm-hmm. hands, dude. But let's be real, dude. I, I mean, I'm a huge Nate Diaz fan. But if Nate Diaz like stepped in the ring with a like, Canelo, right? I mean, Canelo would destroy him. I mean, it's yeah, because that's it, the it, eat, leave, eat, live, sleep, drink boxing. That's all they do. It's just a different. totally different it's sport. Totally different, and you can't. There, there's kickboxing legends like they are. You bow to these guys. Right. And they, there's some of them that even they crossed over to MMA and they got murked. Right. It's a different sport. Right. You know, it's a very different sport. And boxing is all about that sweet science. It's all about, I mean, you know, like I said, all you're doing is punching. Yeah. All you're doing is punching. That's all you're training. Yeah. No it's elbows, punching, no knees, head no, movement, no Muay Thai clinch. You can't so do any of that shit. So when you're training for, yeah. you know, 12 weeks, Punching, right. head movement, cardiovascular, that's yeah. it. You know, MMA fighters, you know, they're training, you know, grounds, they're training jujitsu, they're training, you know, kickboxing, they're training this. I mean, it's just, it's, you, you just can't compete. So someone like these, these Paul brothers right now, you know, you can't, you have to give them, you have to give Logan respect right now. Yeah. Or Jake, or Jake respect. I yeah. mean, do I want, do, am I happy about it? No. Jake, but the, the Jake, dude has yeah. knocked out Ben Askren flat on his fucking face. Yeah, and, and then, he knocks out Tyron Woodley. And there was a legit knockout. There was a legit was knockout. Legit. But the, yeah. you know, it's like the I don't have to like the guy, but I do give credit in terms of promotion because mm. he knows what he's doing. You know, mm. he's he has an athletic background enough where he know he can throw some hands, in, you know, in a decent manner. But let's be real: if Jake Paul fights a Canelo. <laughs> <laughs> something correct, like that correct he's correct. getting murked too but he's very so smart he's very smart dude you got a guy yep. dude my my stand-up is better than ben Askren's. right okay right, right. <laughs> i hate yeah. shaved samurai guy right now i can get up and box better than ben Askren. 
Ben yeah. Askren's a wrestling machine. That's how he got all his wins in MMA. He didn't have to rely on his stand-up, you know. So he looked like a duck in there. Right. It was just like it's easy. And 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 Woodley, yeah, he's UFC champ, but Woodley's a wrestler. Right. Woodley's a wrestler that weren't that learned stand-up later. And he had a great right hand that knocked out Robbie Lawler. Mm-hmm. But he that's not his go-to. That's right. not his meat and potatoes. So yeah. Jake Paul knows exactly what he's doing, man. He knows yeah. exactly what he's doing. So he might challenge Fedor, my favorite heavyweight of all time. Oh, and he yeah. might knock Fedor out because Fedor's got a <laughs> Fedor's chin is paperweight. Right. It's like nothing. So you never know. I, I would really be crushed by that. Uh, would you, that would you imagine? But I'm just saying, he's not going to go after nobody legit. That's what I'm saying. Jake Paul versus Somebody Mike in their Tyson. prime. Jake Paul I mean. versus... Jake Paul versus Mike Tyson is what's going to happen. I guarantee you. Oh God! It's going to be a, it's going to be Jake Paul versus Mike Tyson. And Do you Tyson... know how sad it's going to uh, see? Oh. Jake Paul. Let's just look at this photo right here. Let's use this as yeah. an example. Everybody watching yeah. right now. Let's look at this yeah. as an example. Imagine yeah. Jake Paul every day, bro. Every day, bro. Standing over Mike Tyson, who looks like that. Can you imagine? It would it would be the smartest it would be the smartest move ever of Jake Paul's career to to make that fight happen because he'll probably because he'll probably win and Tyson's gonna go for the fight and, and everyone's like what he'll win guys Tyson look let's be real Tyson's it's thirty years later he's not he's not gonna fucking you know beat up up it's just you know. I would love to see Tyson win, but let's let's yeah. be honest. That, that would be that's a shit what I'm show. saying. We're we're living in bizarro world right now. This is yeah. bizarro world. Yeah, you know. I mean, Tyson's uh, the best best heavyweight boxer of the last thirty years, hands down. Yeah. But did did you hear about uh, he's sixty? Did you right? hear about or Jake Paul else? training with Khabib now? Really? He wants to train with Khabib, and uh, I think it's American kick, American kickboxing team. I think. To work on grappling, if he's going to trans uh, transition to MMA, wow, yeah, I would love Tyson to fight Jake Paul and win, though. Uh, just <laughs> I would like, up, I would like anyone to fight Jake Paul and win. I don't care who the fuck it is. I don't care if it's Bob the Baker getting off work. Who's next? Nate Diaz, Conor McGregor. God, you know some something <laughs> stupid's going to happen. Conor is going to do it. For a hundred million dollars or something, oh, God, dude. and he's gonna get knocked out too. Connor's God. Connor's gonna kill himself if he. Oh my God, Jake Paul! Dude. Oh my God, you know that's what I'm saying. Happen. This is this is Bizarro Land. This is this gonna is Bizarro be a, Land. Dude. The next fight's gonna be big. The next fight's gonna be someone where you're gonna be like, oh shit! But he's gonna yeah. lose also. It's gonna be but Nate dumb. Diaz and Masvidal, they're still they're still under contract with Dana. They can't they can't do any fights with Jake. But he's trying right. to, he's trying to set it up. He's trying right, to set right. it up, right. but yeah, we had to talk about it a little, a little, a little bit here, guys, because it's again bizarro land. <laughs> and I mean, I, 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 not that, not that Tyron Woodley was a great rapper because he wasn't a great, a good rapper. He was better off trying to stick with the rap game and just try to release rap albums. Man, at least he still would have had his dignity. Like, like I said, like I said, I hope the paycheck was worth it. It's true. I hope it was worth it, man. I, can you imagine like him trying to start a gym and you want to learn MMA and how to how to fight and all that stuff and defend yourself? Can you imagine going in there and you're like, oh shit, weren't you the guy that got knocked out by a YouTuber? <laughs> exactly. Turn around and walk right back out. I mean, it's it's yeah. sad. It's really sad, yeah. you know. He was very you know, think think about this dude at one time, 
Tyron Woodley was was talked about as being as great as GSP. I know, right? That was real talk from Rogan, from everyone. He, at one point, was being discussed as being just as great as George St. Pierre, and now look at him. Yep. Yeah, this is actually worse than, this is more embarrassing than Ben Askren's. Because I think everybody knew Ben Askren was going to get knocked out. <laughs> everybody knew he was going to get knocked out, right? Everybody knew because he, he, yeah, that's not his thing, you yeah. know. So it is what it is. It is what it is. So let's go ahead and uh, move on here. And hopefully, Jake Paul does not fight Mike Tyson. That'll be really bad. As much as we want to see him get beat up, we don't want to see Mike Tyson <laughs> like this. We don't. That's the last thing Tyson needs to do. Is yeah, that's no, don't, don't become a Woodley. Don't become it's a not Woodley worth Tyson. It. It's All not right. Worth it. Uh, two more topics, and then we'll wrap it up really quickly here. Do you have an actor of the week? I do. All right. Go ahead. You go um, first. My actor of the week is going to be. Um, fuck. I, <laughs> go. You go first. Me? Uh, I had it. I had it. At the top okay. Of my so, Samurai Guy's actor of the that's week sweet. last time, I picked Robert De Niro. Oh, that's right. Uh, this week, I'm I'm keeping it simple, son. We gonna talk about the legend really quick, Sylvester Stallone, baby. Nice. The nice. legend. I mean, it's just this shot, this poster. This is this is this is Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Epic. Titan. Legend. Rocky <laughs> movies. Rambo <laughs> movies. Demolition Man. Cobra. Tango mm. and Cash. Copland, I mean, Expendables. I mean, come on now. Oscar. I mean, it's Remember phenomenal, Oscar? phenomenal. Like one of the best, uh, you know, actor, and actually, a, and actually, a very good dramatic actor. If you give him the right part, he can act. I mean, he can act know? in Rocky one and two. You, I mean, you, yeah, you can see that yeah. then. You know, yeah, just just fantastic. That's my that's my uh, pick of the week is Sylvester Stallone. If y'all don't know. If y'all don't know, if you ain't seen any of Sylvester Stallone's best, again, by all means, go out. And this this poster just this is it. Just frame this. <laughs> and I don't even I don't give I don't give a damn if it's Rambo three. I don't give a fuck. Rambo three at at, at, at this point is underrated in the in the in the in the, in the filmography of Rambo's. Uh, the, Stallone is a, is an icon, and even till this day, uh, Rocky four. Uh, excuse me, Rocky versus Drago, which came out this year, was one of my favorite films of the year, and it was—it's a very new, uh, which you should, you should get check out, man. You got to watch it. It's his extended version in a way. Is, it, of Rocky is there a Ford. lot of difference? A lot of, lot of, a lot of new scenes, man. A lot of scenes taken out. Okay. A lot of the cheese oh, wow. taken out. Really? Yeah, man. Like the whole okay. Happy Birthday, Polly. The robot gone. What they took the robot yeah. out? They took the robot out. No. Yes, 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 yes. So oh, it's now interesting. I gotta, see this. I gotta see this, dude. You know, at the end, oh, the the uh, Apollo getting beat up in the ring is more brutal. Drago taunts him more. It's a little bit longer. Wow. Um, oh when God. you um, the funeral scene, totally different. Totally different funeral scene. Yeah. What? Dude, dialogue, everything. Um, at the end, in terms of like I said, taking the cheese out at the end. When they're going at it in the ring in Russia, you know those couple of sh- segue shots where they're brawling, brawling, and all of a sudden it cuts to Rocky's house where you see his son and his two bullshit friends sitting there in front of the TV going, <laughs> gone. Oh, thank God. <laughs> the speech at the end shortened. When wow. uh, 
when uh, when when the, when the crowd's chanting Rocky, Ro- the Russian Everybody crowd chanting Rocky, <laughs> the crowd chanting Rocky, Rocky, right? That's still there, but the uh, you know the 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 what do you call it? The Vladimir P- Putin of the day, you know, in that movie. You know, him and everybody else, even the villain, all standing up at the end going, gone. Oh, thank God. Dude, you got to watch this new version. I hated that scene. You got to watch this new version, bro. We are are clapping. (laughs) Standing, standing ovation. It's so stupid. I hated that fucking scene so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gone. Yeah, so Rocky versus Drago, definitely awesome. But here's what's, what's amazing about that movie is that Stallone made an alternate cut. He didn't replace the original. Because I'm nostalgic for the original, man. I grew up watching the Happy Birthday, Polly robot for years. So it's dear to my heart. Yeah. But you have both versions. You can enjoy both versions. Right. Unlike George Lucas that has completely got rid of the original Star Wars trilogy. Yeah. (laughs) You can only watch the special edition. So... This is good news, Rocky fans. You can watch both. You can buy both. So that's what's great. And I like these new versions and new editions that he does, these new cuts that these directors try to do as long as they don't replace the original. So you can enjoy yes. both. But yeah, Stallone, bro. Come on. Very oh, nice. Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. Come on now. Very Demolition nice. Man. Look, I mean, it's, it's, it's phenomenal. All Very right. Nice. Who's your uh, pick of the week? Do All right. Well, Oh, I have one, sir. I was gonna pick one, but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna save that for you because you'd be like, damn it, I could have used that one. No, uh, you don't, pick, no, pick I'm not. Whatever. I'm not gonna save it for you. I'm gonna do it. Do it, yeah. yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> wow, dude, that's hilarious. Stallone and Arnold, bro. I mean, come on. What were the chances of that happening, guys? That's hilarious. But yeah, go ahead. I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger, dude. It's, look. Dude, my, my, my favorite, my favorite films. I mean, obviously Terminator Two. Let's be fucking real, man. Does yeah. anything top Terminator Two? That movie was so good. Yeah. Oh man, and uh, but I loved him in Total Recall. Yeah. Um, True Lies. Um, Dude, True so, Lies. He was so funny. Keep counting, bro. There's so many good ones. There's so many good ones, and obviously, finally Insane. saw Last Action Hero recently for the first time. Yeah. Saw Pre- saw Predator and Commando with you. Um. I think I saw Commando with you, right? I know. Did I saw you? Predator I think you. you saw you saw Predator with me. I don't know if you or, saw I Commando. must have watched Commando by myself. Yeah, I think I told you about you. it. But um, yeah. yeah, I just you know Arnold was like he he right. was so com- it was like something comforting about seeing him on screen. I'm just like, oh, it's Arnold. Oh, thank God, you know, like <laughs> he'll save the day, you know. <laughs> but uh, I think yeah. my favorite film of his though is is probably Total Recall. I mean, even though Terminator Two and are is awesome and 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 uh, True Lies, Kindergarten Cop. I mean, that's even a good film. Yeah, I mean, dude. I mean, yeah. but 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 Total Recall is like number one for me with Arnold. That's your favorite. I I love it. Total oh, Recall. that's that, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's man. awesome. See you at the party, Richter. Oh, dude. As he, th- as he throws his impaled arms. Down. It's amazing. It's so awesome. And uh, yeah, man, he was just you know you got to just got to give you know a little respect to Arnold, man. Then enters politics. You know what I mean? Not not many no. people like entered like had like successful political career. Also, like Sonny Bono, maybe. Like I yeah, don't know how yeah, many other yeah. people have done that. Like I don't know. It's it pretty cool of Arnold. I don't know. And he's still acting, and he's still making good movies here and there. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, and 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 actually hasn't uh, become a better actor himself. Uh, also, he's actually yeah. actually improved. Yeah. Uh, 
but yeah what's up jordan we got jordan in the house hanging out with us what's going on brother uh but yeah that's really funny dude <laughs> i picked stallone and you picked arnold how hilarious is that that's a lot of fun uh but yeah great pick great pick i mean it's thank you it's it's like could he make a bad movie in the 80s it, i don't think it was possible trying to think i mean unless hercules in new york it was early 80s but (laughs) (laughs) but like when when he when he's when he hit his when he hit his stride conan the barbarian son and then after that terminator and you know i mean he couldn't he could do no wrong bro yeah true lies i mean it's it's nuts it's insane true lies and last action hero might have been those last two movies though of his like that really good run yeah, I think it it actually ended with Last Action Hero because what what came after Last Action, Action Hero, right? It was like Terminator Three, maybe. Right. And then... Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give Red Sonia a pass AJ because Arnold's not the star of Red Sonia. <laughs> <laughs> That's my way out of it. That's my way out of it. Even though it's funny, <laughs> even though it's funny if you watch if you look at the poster of Red Sonia, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger takes up the entire poster. <laughs> And right. you see Brigitte Nielsen down here. <laughs> right. It's like it's her movie. But I never you know. saw I never saw End of Days or e- or Eraser. I think I, maybe I did see Eraser. Those are bad movies? movies. That's 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 when yeah. I feel like he started to like Eraser's kind of started legit. To, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. It was it was, the decline was happening plus the genre of action movies were changing too. Right. Right. Like if if you took the movie of Eraser and that, if that would have came out in the 80s, that would have been a hit. Oh, yeah. If that would have came out in the early 90s, that would have been a hit. The, the, the fucking Matrix. rail guns, bro. The rail guns. Yeah. That would have been a fucking hit, dude. But, uh, you know, people were, their tastes were changing. You know? I feel but, like uh, the Matrix is what changed that. The I Matrix, like Eraser. You know. Yeah. 1999. Once you see something like the Matrix, you're there we go. Like, how the fuck do you top that? We got Red Heat. Look at that. Chat knows what's Ooh. up. Red Heat. Very got, nice. Okay, uh, geeky enjoys eraser. Yeah, nice, yeah. Nice, I nice. mean, yeah, yeah. Very <laughs> C- nice. compared to Batman and Robin, those movies are good movies. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I blocked that from my mind entirely. How funny is that? How that Stallone and Arnold picks mind. of the week. That's really funny. Hell yeah, man! Uh, you know what would have been really funny? Uh, our last pick when I picked De Niro. I think you picked Jim Carrey. It would have been really funny if I picked De Niro and you picked Al Pacino. <laughs> Yeah, you know what would have been funnier is if you pick you pick still Stallone right now. Yeah, and and my and my choice was Michael Sarah <laughs> or <laughs> some bullshit like that. <laughs> oh, he was, he was my favorite in Superbad. Hey, and, uh, it's and all good. Yeah. Uh, hey, everybody's got their favorites. I would have taken it seriously. No, he really. I was, I was. I was. Totally I know. Kidding. I know you're kidding. I know. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Michael Sarah. Oh my goodness! All right. Now right. we have uh, got to the very last topic before we wrap it up for today. The next movie challenge. Here we go. All right. I'm going to go first. Okay. So you've seen the first one, baby. You oh. got to watch the Ray 2 now. Oh, shit. Okay. You got to watch right. the Ray 2, man. You got to nice. do it. Stay away from the Ray 2 haters. There's a lot of people okay. that don't like it. And the reason why they don't like it is because it's different from the first one. It's a completely different movie. Okay. okay? And okay. and and the director, Gareth Evans, is like, you want me to make the same goddamn movie again? Do you want me to put Eco Uwes in another building where you can't get out? You want right. the same fucking movie? Or you want the story right. to progress, right? 
So the story progresses with the same character, equals character. But now he goes undercover and it's a straight up gangster drama, bro. It's a gangster wow. flick. Wow. So think of like fucking Goodfellas and shit. Like it's Whoa. a straight up gangster movie. Oh, I'm going to love now, it the, then. Now the actor who plays uh, Mad Dog, um, uh, Yayan, Ru Yayan, I think I said his name wrong. The, the actor who played Mad Dog, he plays a character in The Raid 2, but it's a totally different character, so don't get confused. A lot of people were like, what, is Mad Dog still alive? What's going on? It's a different character he plays, okay, when you okay. see him again. Right. Uh, but to- it's totally different. It's not the holy shit nonstop action thrill ride the first raid was. It's, right. a, it's a character-driven movie now. It's a gangster okay. movie, character-driven movie. However, when there's action, bro, you will be blown away. Sweet. You will say holy shit when there's action. Same director, same crew, everything. All right, so I'll just show you a poster here just to show you how different the second movie is. Oh, wow. Totally different movie, totally different experience, straight up Goodfellas gangster drama. But, dude, when there's action, bro, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. It's just as satisfying as the first movie. Yeah, so The Ray 2 is Leo's next movie challenge. What do you have for me? You've seen Casino, right? I can't remember. Yes. Okay, okay, fuck it. All right, you've seen Casino. I, I can't remember if you had said you hadn't seen it or not. I was like, what? All right, so my choice is going to be my second choice from last week. You got to see Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Okay. You, you got to see it. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Look at yeah. Geeky Andre says, when the shit That's goes what... down in the Raid 2, it is on. See, they know. Close they Encounters know. Close Encounters is, is in my top three favorite sci-fi place of all time, easily. You know what's I mean, really funny, my, funny my about this? One. You know what's funny about this is that I'm recommending you another martial arts action movie. And you're recommending me another sci-fi movie. <laughs> exactly. Hey, it's all good. No, right. that'll give me that'll me give me excuse to hurry up and watch it. Because right. sometimes movies just build up and samurai it takes forever for samurai guy to get to them. Nice. But yes, I uh, bought it we, for you. Didn't we I all love Hammer Girl. We all love Julia Stell. We all love Hammer Girl for sure. Didn't uh, I buy it for you on Blu-ray? I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I just, it just, I have so many in front of it mm-hmm. that who knows how long it would take me to get to it. But now you recommend it to me. Now I gotta, I gotta watch it now. So yeah, now you're let's now you do it. Yeah, it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Samurai guy has not seen. I've seen a billion movies, but there's a lot of movies I actually fell through the cracks. I've never seen Close Encounters of the Third Kind, directed by yes. Steven Spielberg, starring you know Richard Dreyfuss from yeah. Jaws. That's what I'm saying, man, it's a good film, man. It's yeah, a good film. All it, I saw was my, him making opinion, mashed potatoes out of something. That's all I see. I just really liked how I really liked how realistic it was. Okay. Uh, well, you want to talk about it now? Let, let no, me, no, no. But but yeah, but okay. but I just want you to know that's that's okay. going into it. Uh, maybe you'll get that same vibe from it. That was what I liked about it. Was it was just kind it of felt, like I like felt I liked grounded. The story. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Good way to put it. Hell yeah. All right, let's go ahead and wrap it up for tonight. Another fun episode of the Verbal Nectar Podcast. Thanks, everyone, for hanging out with Samurai Guy and Retro Leo. Y'all know what you need to do. Subscribe to the Retro One. Information is in the description box below. The classic channel. That's yeah, right. Yeah. And if you're new Archive. here, if you're new here, subscribe to uh, your boy, Fat Samurai Guy. Like, share, all that good stuff. Hit that notification bell. All right, let's see here. Uh, Fat Samurai is going to cause a Blu-ray avalanche. <laughs> Maybe in the past, not so much now. Maybe in the past, though. 
Uh, but yeah, thanks again for watching, guys. And uh, we'll see you at the next one. Keep watching movies. Keep, keep enjoying those MMA fights. Occasionally, if you want to waste your money and go to Bizarro World <laughs> and watch more Jake Paul fights, it's up to you guys. Uh, but we guys, we'll see you guys on the next one. Take care. Peace. Peace. There you go. Leo says it's better than says it's better than me. <laughs>